0: at the beginning. I'm having a hard time remembering it. Eagles come, Caleb. Tell me how you got here. Classification. u you. 454.1. Mobiles. But you've turned a young man before. Tell me how you got here. We can't save how are you. How did you get here?
1: You've been here before.
2: You spent your whole life believing you were a follower. And Davis. This is episode seven of Westworld. I am Kenneth Davis. He is.
0: Damon Spurl D. What's happening, everybody? Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at D and Davis Show. Once again, it's at D Davis Show. Hit the buy uh Bayou link. I'm just saying Bayou. Bio link. There you go. And it'll take you to everywhere we're at. Simply search for simply search for a D and Davis Show, D and Davis Flip and Westworld flint Flip Flip. Uh, Ken is on Twitter at That's Davis IG as well. And Ryan Bukowetsky, the producer of everything. Uh, Ryan B. Ski on Twitter and Ryan B. Ski One on
2: Instagram. All right, so this episode is called Pass It's episode seven, and it opens up in Jakarta, Indonesia, and we find Musashi chilling in what looks like the same Asian restaurant that Black Panther tore up at the beginning of the movie. He sends a henchman out, tells dude, listen, if you don't take care of this, it seems like he's going after Sorak, because remember, this Musashi is Dolores as well as one of Dolores' clones. All right, and tells him, if you don't do this, don't bring your asses back. He gives him a package. I would think we think it's maybe a bomb or whatever. While he's sitting there, he gets a call from Dolores Charlotte, or Crispy, I guess we'll call her now, from Crispy. Crispy basically is like, listen, you know, uh, he was like, oh, is this you, Crispy? And she was like, yeah, you thought I was dead because she's taking us all out? And you need to get up out of there because I sent some of my friends and somebody that we've been waiting to reappear actually jumped out and we found out the, 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 the uh, girl power faction with Clementine Pennyfeather and later on we see a cane. Who we saw when they were in the Asian world, where Musashi, Musashi uh, came from. Uh, but first, you see uh, Pennyweather, Clementine comes and basically is like, yo, what's on, partner? And starts cracking fools with glasses, and she's an assassin. Maybe trained everybody up, all right? It's like one of those things from the Matrix where you download everything that you need to get on you martial art wise, because all of a sudden, Clementine, who, and the best part of it, she was tragically always, it seemed to someone who was taken advantage of outside of Maeve, being that she was a, a young call girl in that situation. And we know how people treated the hosts, let alone call girls hosts or whatever. And
0: Masashi uh, made a joke about that, too. What did he say, dude? Uh, he basically said, like, uh, um, I knew y'all for sale, but she found a better seller or something like that. Basically yeah, said, yeah, she's like, we ain't for sale this time,
2: baby. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh she's she's sitting there and they're going that she starts to she grabs a guy, she kills him, and then Mushaji takes out one of them briefcase machine gun giddy ups, high capacity, and it's the worst shooting I've ever seen in my life because Clementine has one man in front of her and her head this much out, and he is shooting that bad boy and does not nick her one good time.
0: Right? He, kept hit, he kept hitting the dude, but the bullets wasn't like, going through. You
2: robot! It's TV. Shoot at the treat it like it's Batman. So then, as, as Mushashi is exiting out, he's breaking out while Clementine is still taking on his thugs. And all of a sudden, we see a cane. She just jumps out and stabs Mushashi. And then, the illest move of the night, she dips under him, goes around, and just cuts him in half. Now, I know we were all thinking at this point, because I'm sitting there, I'm like, wait, don't forget his pearl. And the next scene we see, here comes Clementine. She grabs, uh, not Clementine, McCain grabs Mushashi's head, and they walk out of the restaurant as badasses as, as they possibly could be. Absolutely. Then we switch back into the, 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 what we've really been uh, looking at and investigating. Uh, and this is a Caleb episode, as we mentioned last week. And of course, the previews basically showed us. And this opens up with jumbled images of Caleb and his, and his reconditioning. The main question that keeps popping up is who killed Francis Kid Cuddy, which we basically said last week. I said, and he was like, yeah, Ryan, you kind of, then you were like, yeah. But uh, real time, it goes real time. And Dolores and Caleb approached the reconditioning center. And he asked Dolores about killing everyone in Westworld. And I guess this is also to point out that Caleb realizes now, but he's not an idiot and he had military training. Cause we, we found out when he was like, dude, what's up with you taking all those shots and you not dying. Now we don't know if they had a conversation and she told her, him that she was a host, yeah, but I common sense so. is she's not a human being because you can't take that. And we didn't right. take your ass to the hospital. All right. She mentions uh, that he, and he basically asked her, you know, did you do all that killing on Westworld? And she mentions that she had to do whatever she had to do to, to, to survive. And Dolores wants a place for her kind to all be free she mentions that uh, people still have a chance and getting back to if she's truly evil, all right, that Caleb has to leave. Because that's one thing that I, I mentioned in, uh, in the past shows that I thought what Dolores maybe was working for was him. Because we were talking about how the thing was going to end and was she necessarily going to survive that That Dolores, the one that right now we don't know, and we'll get into this at the, when we get through the rundown, who the real Dolores is. Because that's one thing I think, Ryan, you were talking about. And I think we kind of got a couple inklings of where the other Dolores Pearl may be, all right? So she mentions to Caleb they have to recover something valuable that was taken from him. Then we switch off and we're back to William, Ashley, and Bernard in the lab. And William finds out that uh, Ashley is a host, because initially when Ashley's pointing the gun, he's like, you better point that shit at Bernard. Now she's like, fuck you, motherfucker. You the type of motherfucker I've been wanting to shoot for a long motherfucking time. And he's like, oh, shit. Fucking four all these motherfuckers all over the damn place, right? Yeah, your damn can opener. Exactly. <laughs> your walking can opener. <laughs> Listen, A. Harris is killing all of this season right now with his little quick quips yeah. that he uh, keeps breaking down. But then Bernard goes to something that we already know. And he breaks down what was in Williams' blood, the tracker that we knew, but also not a tracker. Mm-hmm. It was the, what infected the system. And the system showed us when it happened. And that's how, from that facility they got to find out where the reconditioning center was because what we then find out is this facility is for people that are the U classification. All right. Which are the outliers, which D mentioned before, and we found out Caleb is the outlier. We'll get into that a little bit later. Caleb flashes back to, um, also William is listed as dead. Everyone who the, they, the, the U classifications get snatched up. Uh, we, we'll get into that later. They're basically listed as dead if they're not uh, reconditioned and put back into society. Caleb flashes back to Crimea, Russia. Uh, Crimea's Russia's civil war. I don't know if this part of Crimea, if it, Russia is, owns it or if it's been annexed yet. So I don't want to say it's necessarily Russia. Well, this is, there, like,
0: this is like, well, this is but it whole thing the future. Thing the future so, but yeah. think about it.
2: Our future right now, Putin, Putin was going to be president to what? He's 90-something? He's probably going to get Crimea back by then, end. Unfortunately. <laughs> it's the way he may be headed, all right? So uh, Caleb's having flashbacks, and we see Caleb and his comrades are on a mission to cut down insurgents and take them out. And when they're showing it, they're showing that there is this type of, uh, whatever they're using, it's invisible. You have invisible ink. They're tagging people into somebody's handprint. So somebody who knew these people or were close to them traded on them and touched them because if they just had strangers touching your back, you'd be like, why are you touching my back? But they had a a pat on their back, and you could see the hand with the glasses that Caleb has. Also, Mm -hmm. it also kind of shows you the precursor to the Liam glasses. All right. When they get, when they're getting all those that now, Liam's tells you the future, but they have all the rundowns in those glasses or whatever. So they're sitting there and they're hunting these guys down. Caleb marks two people. And Francis kid Cuddy basically is like, all right, take them out. And we see a, a satellite in the sky and it drops a bomb, a, a missile, basically a drone. And they take out two people at that time. My first thought was if I was the second dude and I heard that first dude get killed, I'd be like, no, which is like she' just like not that, please, not that. I'm uh, mixed. Exactly, that's what it would have crossed my mind. Like, man, please, don't, please don't let me get hit with that. So, we then come to see that they're hunting the insurgents, but also the insurgents are hurting them in the same way. Caleb sees one of his guys with the X on his back. He runs to takes one guy's jacket off, flings it up, goes to get one of his other boys, and before he gets there, he's ten feet to, ten feet away. The drone hits. And the impact from the concussion blast injures Caleb, uh, that point we didn't know, but Caleb and Kid Cudi went home, were basically discharged honorably from that situation. So during Caleb's reconditioning, and this is a great point, we keep hearing, attacked whom? So every time Caleb is getting reconditioned, it's the, the, the person, the therapist is always asking him basically two questions. Who did you kill and why are you killing him in a way and who killed Kid Cudi? Right? So, and as long as Caleb in a way comes back with we were attacked instead of we did, I did so-and-so, he gets reconditioned and basically sent back into society. Right. Caleb and Francis were the only ones left, and they, uh, they went back according to Caleb. Real time, Dolores and Caleb are outside of the reconditioning center, and Dolores and her wonderful toys kick it off again, and she basically takes out every soldier. Every time I see Dolores and these toys, I hear old oh, Batman and, I, and, and Jack saying, where does he get those wonderful toys from? She has the best toys that are out basically right now. How she took those guys out with that drone. And we gotta had a, and we gotta ask the question: Who sent that to her too? We are. I think we know. I think we know in a way. Well, I got a theory. On it. Okay. Okay. All right. Caleb, uh, 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 real time. Dolores and their outside. Caleb. They they get inside after she kills all of the guys with this gun and, and the drone. They go back in and Caleb starts to have flashbacks of his therapy sessions. Mm-hmm. Dolores mentioned that this is gonna be hard, but it's needed if they have to, and they have to find Solomon. One thing, too, I want to point out, D, and you mentioned in the past show, that Solomon was Roeboam. Solomon isn't Roeboam. He's, yeah. he's, he's the pre-one. Pre he's the pre-one, he's, he's, right. He's the pre-one. is 2.0 Solomon. Right. All right. Uh, so, um, and then we find out that Solomon in, inherited some of uh, Arnold Sinatra's brother's schizophrenia. So, it's a somewhat off-computer, which, in a way, may make the algorithms, algorithms even better because it's not necessarily just using logic. I got a question for both of y'all real quick. Hmm. Do you two, either one of you two, knows Aaron Al's brother's first name?
0: Uh, John, Jean, 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 Jean. It's probably Mal? John. It's probably John. John. Yeah, John Mount. John, Mal- John Mal- you say like John, John yeah. like
2: Jean Luke. Mm-hmm. John, like the commercial with the coffee, John Luke. <laughs> Y'all remember that one? I, don't I know remember you that ju- one. you remember like the, the you know oh. that nasty coffee that comes in the can? It's and a nasty coffee. Because <laughs> <the> after <laughs> drinks it, it's like instant oh, coffee. No, no, no! It comes in a tin that's like it's round like this, and mm-hmm. you it, it has a plastic top, and it had like it was it was fashionable in the '90s and '80s, mm-hmm. and there was a commercial where this woman, these two women are talking about their trip to France, and it's like you remember his name? They're drinking the coffee, and she's like John. They both say John Luke. All right, back to this. So, <laughs> I appreciate the D turn. I, <laughs> I appreciate you guys. So after, also after they enter the building. Uh, Caleb notices that there's a military grade M- EMF uh, machine right there mm-hmm. at the beginning of the building. So Solomon mentions that uh, the variant that would, would have Caleb there. He basically is like, oh, if I'm here right now and Caleb is here, that's variant 556777. Five, seven, six, seven. So, because remember, Solomon predicts everything. And it, just like a host, he sees past, present, and future. So he basically, one of the reasons Caleb is picked up is at one point he saw that Caleb would be. A, um, a revolutionary and try to do something to him. All right. But he did not see Dolores there because initially he's like, I have nothing for you. And Dolores right. is like, that's because I'm like you, baby. He was like, you ain't shit like me. You was built for pleasure. <laughs> 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 he's such a classist. <laughs> we found out about Solomon. So anyway, you
1: prostitute.
2: Exactly. So Even um, though she's not. Uh, Dolores wants Solomon to come up with a variation plan that could change the world. Uh, Caleb's reconditioned, and Caleb, we found out Caleb was reconditioned a lot. Like, so it wasn't like one time that he went in there. We found out the last time, though, and we'll get into that. And as I mentioned before, we found out that the classifications of the outliers are you. So thousands of people who didn't work or are missing or are dead. So then we found out that so with uh, Bernard and Ashley, uh, when they found out Caleb is the outlier back in the machine. I mean back in that of uh, that the therapy place that they put um, William in. They they're like they're looking for what what what's where are the outliers and in particularly what does Dolores want with these outliers? And Ashley finds Caleb and he's like, "Look, you remember him?" So they're starting to realize that Caleb is part of the plan or Dolores' plan. Which going back to the thing, saying I don't think. I think very little things here have happened by happenstance. Now, her meeting him, yes, I will say that. But I I, I think most of the things, and I even still believe with Maeve, that it's part of the plan. I I, I do because I don't think Dolores, and I I said this before, I don't think Dolores listed herself in all of Dolores' as being here at the end.
0: Yeah, because I think Dolores, when she was going through all the fouls, learning about Sirach, I'm sure she saw everything and she would probably noticed like, oh, man, you want to, you, you got justification. But
2: also going back to the point that she said that no man, back when Caleb did not snitch on her to the two thugs that were about to shoot him and toss him off the building, mm-hmm. and she said no man would have ever done that. That's when she realized it was something different from him. About him? Yeah, something different about him. And I don't just think it was just like, oh, it's something different about you. But it's like, nah, there's something wrong. And I hate to say wrong, but there's something different than the rest of humanity when it comes to you. All right, mm-hmm. that's the first thing that starts to dawn on Dolores when it comes to the, the uh, importance of Caleb, or perhaps the potential, I should say, of Caleb. Then we, yep. when I, And I love William again, because Bernard's like, wait. How did he? How did he build a computer like this? He had to have massive amount of data. And he's like, did you get this motherfucker some data? And we was like, Cam, yeah, we need some motherfucking money. collateral. And you, you ain't Arnold anyway, motherfucker. Right? Don't talk to me about that shit. Right? So Caleb has a flashback of a drop off where uh, him and Francis are waiting for pickup. Right? So they're waiting for pickup, and we keep seeing this, fl- this flashback, and uh, it's a heavy set gentleman. It's a little bit heavy set, chunky a little bit, and um, Francis keeps telling. Caleb, don't take his, the tape off his mouth mm-hmm. because we're not supposed to talk to him. And he keeps telling him in uh, at least three flashbacks, pick up in 20 minutes. And Caleb's re- his reaction is, you told me 20 minutes ago, pick up was in 20 minutes. So they ended up, the, the guy that has on the, the tape is sitting there, but Caleb takes it off, and he starts to hit Caleb with the facts. Now, mind you, Caleb's not popping those wafers like Francis is. So first he's like, dude, uh... You know, when is pick At, least, up at least not at
0: least not back then.
2: Yeah, at least not at that time. We saw when he was at war, he was popping them. But at this time, we can kind of see Caleb's kind of not digging every the the vibe or Caleb's true nature starts to always present itself in a way, I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. So the guy starts to sit there and point out to them, like, you know, who do you think you are? Because they think they're just kidnapping ransom. He's like, You think y'all just kidnapping ransom? He's like, either I'm gonna be six feet under or they're gonna put me on ice. Going back to the reconditioning center, and we'll get into that a little bit later. So they're sitting there, and then the guys, uh, Caleb—not Caleb—Francis leaves, and the guy starts breaking down who he is. And he's like, first of all, and this is before Francis left, I'm the guy that made those wafers, or I—I I, I was in front of the pharmaceutical company that made those wafers, right. and I started asking too many questions, and it doesn't think it doesn't see me fit to be here any longer. So it's going to take me out." And it's probably going to be the slower one of you two. And I take, you're not the slower one talking to Caleb or the loser, as he said. So Francis comes back in. It's like, we're leaving now. Now let me go back. Caleb has had this flash before. And when they left, when Francis was like, we're leaving, when they go out, basically when Caleb gets out there, Francis is already shot. Mm -hmm. And the guy, the hostage that they had is in the hands of three gentlemen with masks on. And Caleb basically kills all of them and then goes back to Francis and he's crying because Francis is dead. But then we, but then at this point, when it's the real memory, the dude told Caleb that Francis was probably offered a, a, a mighty amount of money because he said they made him get $100,000 and that they were probably going to offer them 2 to $3 million to take both of them out, the hostage and Caleb. Or flip side, if it was Francis, the hostage and Francis. So Caleb asked Francis on the way out, like, how much did they pay you? And Francis was like, enough. And then he started busting into like night terrors. You've never seen night terrors before. I'm sorry. <laughs> some Kid Cudi stuff. Um, and then Caleb shoots him. And the funny part is after Caleb shoots him and they kind of have a touching moment where he puts his hand on his heart and Francis grabs his hand. He turns around and he shoots the hostage, which means Caleb's going back in, you know, like Caleb's going, he, that's another reconditioning. You know yeah, what I'm cool, saying?
0: Cause he's, cause the guy said, Oh man, you're a very rich man. I think I thought that guy was saying he offered him two to three. Million
2: he, what, he did. He did though. D mm-hmm. he didn't think he was going to kill him. He, he was saying I was going to pay. He's like, man, he's like, you did what I asked you. Right. I'm going to hit you, you with this Caleb But well, think about it. Caleb realizes, like, how far can I get with this one? You just told me they're listening to everything, right? So it's, I'm better off if you're telling me. Because also, Caleb got the hit on his wristwatch about the, 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 the amount of money he would get for doing the same thing the press was going to get. Right. So basically, he took the money. You know, in a way, and they knew they could recondition him. We go back into the therapist at Caleb, and it's like, well, who killed Francis? And Caleb's like, they killed Francis, and so they're always trying to work out the things that took place with Caleb that, if he remembered it, would keep him as a classification U, basically, instead of being whatever classification it is. I guess you could still be the same classification after you can be reconditioned, but whatever it is after you've been uh, reconditioned to uh, UX or whatever like that, or you know what I'm saying. So. Um, in the real time, Caleb and Dolores walk to a lower level and they're greeted by Siroc's hologram. Now, Siroc's hologram is set there to talk to Siroc's brother, John, if he was reconditioned free. Right. So he basically tells his brother, like, man, it worked out, brother. You know what I'm saying? You was a little bit off, but it, it's and my plan as far as the reconditioning. It definitely worked. But he tells him, I'm not the same dude in peace. Like, basically, just because you're back, we can never go back to how everything was. All right? Mm-hmm. And he leaves. And then they go down there and Solomon uh, details to Caleb how he was hunting outliers, which goes back to what we're talking about that guy, Caleb and Francis, they reconditioned them and they use the outlier, the, the U classification, they reconditioned to hunt other outliers as a great weapon to bring them in. And they either killed them or they stored them. But we see it was like thousands of people being stored there, including John, uh, Sirach's brother. He's mm-hmm. in the center of being frozen while that's happening. And they're down there. Um, Mae basically shows up and Dolores is like, you know what? I got to go handle this. Caleb wants to go with her. She tells him, I'm probably going to die and you have to be there. Then tell Solomon, make sure you come out with a strategy that su- suits Caleb. Mm-hmm. As, as, as uh, Dolores is walking away, uh, uh, Solomon tells her, I'm going to change the strategy if you die. Which makes sense, actually, because of how, what type of weapon she is. And probably the variables, I would say, would diminish if she's not there. So at this point, it seems probably like Dolores is going to end up dead. So Dolores goes out there. Her and Maeve get into it. A nice fight. Nice. As I said, it it, it was Samurai Maeve showed up. Maeve is in full black, hops out the helicopter, starts talking to Dolores outside of the place in her head and tells her to pop out. She's like, hey, bitch, pop out. All right, it's time to get this over with. I'm not going to let you do this fuck shit that you want to do. You're not going to imprison my daughter. This random BS is going on in Maeve's head. Cause Maeve can't see the floors from the trees mm-hmm. because of what she thinks is most important to her, rather than most most important to her people as far as all the hosts. So they get they get to going, and as they're fighting, uh, they kind of come to a standstill, and they're in a kind of a, a a hut, a shack with the walls blown out a little bit. Uh, Dolores has her weapons, and Maeve has her helicopter that's automated. And anytime Dolores steps outside of it, it's trying to take her out. So Maeve kicks Dolores out at one point, and Dolores gets her arm blown off. Mm. Dolores takes off back uh, to the reconditioning center and just makes it in. Maeve's coming to kill her, and she ends up hitting the button on the EMF machine. Right, so they EMP. drop EMP. Thank you. They drop. And the thing is, though, like Solomon, goes out. <laughs> yes, yeah, Solomon is downstairs giving the strategy, or giving whatever the drug or the, the key to the strategy to Caleb, but after he gives him the strategy, he's about to warn him when the EMP knocks him out, right? So and Caleb, for some reason, doesn't seem to even care because he's just, he's just, his mindset is now on everything Dolores told him about. He has to be the leader. And basically he's supposed to be the, the, the savior for civilization. Another thing too, Dolores hints a lot about not necessarily bringing her people back, the helping man a lot in this episode. Like, she's, she tells uh, Caleb, you know, Arnold Sarok killed my people. Basically, we're all exterminated, you know, but we're trying to see if we can save humanity. And that's basically, uh, you know, the gist of it. They go back, there's a little bit with Bernard and Ashley, uh, and William basically tells them to kill me now because I'm going to kill y'all. Uh, he, fi- he said he's figured out what he has to do, and he basically goes off into do uh, William ass stuff. And then also going back, Caleb comes back, grabs Dolores and gets up out of there and the episode ends. Yeah. Uh,
0: a few things that hopped out to me, even going to the uh, top of the uh, top of the episode, it looks like hell some way, somehow body was reconstructed. It wasn't. I see, Th- that, know, was a, well, that was I don't know, a... I don't know what it was, but you can see on the his. side of it. Not. not I'm yeah. not saying that she was fully reconstructed. Yeah. But you can see on the side of her face, she still like she was kind of, you know what I'm saying, uh, charred a little bit. But the biggest thing is that is, it seems as if she thinks that Dolores took her out
2: which you brought up the yeah. last episode. So, so I think that's two for one. I'll say this. I don't think she's reconstructed. I think she's sending that image so people can't see how bad she is because it looks more like a mask. Or I don't even want to say it's an actual mask. I think it's more of a holographic mask. It could be. Because yeah. that's why it's that light color. It's like very faint if right, you look right. at it. Uh, like she's
0: like she almost kind of looking within the shadows. But Yes, that's so many, exactly. Yeah. Like
2: it's, it's not even on her face, but it's like right off of her yeah. face.
0: Because we see so many times, we see holograms coming through with like, and other, other people. You see so many mm-hmm. holograms. So it, it could It definitely could have been that.
2: But you brought up that Dolores killed her last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Dolores was the person that killed her. I think so, yeah. But see, I don't even know, I th- and, and I think your point is probably what it is, but I don't even know if charlotte dolores if she's like you know what what you were doing sent me to this you know what i'm saying out like regardless of if you actually pulled the trigger your motive, your motivation sent me down this lane and took my family out
0: yeah because if you think you think about it because one point you just brought up we don't know if this is even the Dolores that we're looking at right now we don't know if this is even the the, the real dolores but she's she's willing to die Right, so if that means if she's willing to die, that means everybody around her she's willing to let go too. So that's what I'm thinking, like, especially when her going out to uh, how you pronounce his name, Mushishu? Uh, Mushashi. Mushashi, 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 thank you. And uh, basically, like, yeah, you know, we I made I streamlined some things, so I got somebody I tipped you off, I tipped your location off, you got some people waiting for you. So that's a, a, in my mind, it seems like, oh man, it seems as if. Hale has turned. Maybe Hale went back and was like, went to Ciroc Like, man, this this chick tried to kill me. What's up? Because we already saw this is going to be a separation of the two as it is. So mm. now maybe Hale is now well, this mm. Dolores is now Team Ciroc. So now mm. we got more people coming after her as well. So I mean, that was that was that, was that was that was one thing that kind of really, uh, really uh, hopped out. You to know me. what?
2: I didn't even put something you just pointed out. Mm-hmm. I looked at it as if she joined Mays. But Maeve works for But Ciroc. Maeve works Siroc. So you're right. She yeah. definitely could have just went to Siroc and was like, Yeah, you know, I'm 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 crispy, baby. So yeah, whatever you need me to do. But yeah, that's a great point.
0: Another thing hopped out to me too, with the tablets that they was popping, uh, Francis and Caleb was kept kept on popping. The very first the, the guy in the first episode um that Dolores killed, he was popping those too. I wonder if he was an outlier. Because only people I've seen pop those pills, well, tablets have been outliers. I haven't seen anybody else. I mean, we've seen a lot of drug use through this through this season, but nobody's ever been taking. But
2: those. you know what? It's funny. I thought they were always referring to that drip. Remember when those two guys when they went well, back to when they were going to kill Caleb at the construction site, mm-hmm. and they referred to military grade. Did like they? they was like, "You got military," and, you, and they basically was like, "You ain't using it." So I I think that. You Again, you're probably right, but I think that that's something that people could have that's been in the military, but I thought initially it was the drip in Caleb's mouth because he wasn't using that. That wasn't turned on. That's yeah. what I initially thought.
0: Yeah, and uh, I'm trying to think is there's anything else uh, that really hopped out to me. But one thing that did hop out at the end, we had Bernard, you had um, Ashley. Uh, Ashley, and you had William at the gas station. And one thing that Bernard told Ashley, said, uh Caleb is Caleb is uh said here to destroy humanity. So I'm I'm that's obviously gonna be the next episode, but he's saying he's sent to destroy humanity. So we don't know I mean we we know uh Dolores's intentions but mm-hmm. now that she now has this pawn as you said the name of this episode has what was the name of the episode again? Past pawn. Past pawn Uh, she is possibly using Caleb as a pawn to now destroy humanity. Mm -hmm. So
2: it was a a good episode. Or or Dolores Charlotte. uh, Like, there's actually could be, I think Caleb is the pawn, but there actually could be several people that are the actual
1: pawns. Could be, could be. Ryan, what what do you think? think? Uh, Yeah, one other thing I thought was cool about pass pawn, that's specific in chess. It's that pawn that if it reaches the baseline will turn into a queen. So it is unopposed on the chessboard. Okay. So it's something Mm. small that can turn into something huge, huge. a deadly weapon that is unforeseen. Uh, Sounds like Caleb. Sounds like Caleb. Right. Uh, I don't know. For me, I was thinking, you know, again, I've been kind of just going with the human perspective. Like, let's say you're humanity. Who would you want as your kind of beacon of hope? It's, Probably not Ciroc, even though Ciroc does offer a stable lifestyle that I guess in a way benefits the masses, but it certainly doesn't benefit all the individuals, and it represses a lot of people and sets it up for only a certain amount of people to succeed in this world. You might want Dolores if she's really talking about humanity, but I just even though she's talking about man and the future, and you brought this up earlier, Ken, when Dolores found um, Caleb it was seemingly happenstance so mm-hmm. it's either she knew she was going to meet up with Caleb because he was on a Rico and we know that that was used to manipulate a lot of things Yeah, or, of the Rico. yeah right or she adjusted her plan because of meeting Caleb and whatever mm-hmm. whatever so we don't fully know that and I wonder if that's going to come up in this last episode because I don't fully trust Dolores is there for humankind because she has talked about it multiple seasons we are going to become the new gods of this right. place, and with Maeve, I just don't feel like Serac can control her. I agree, and I, and I think something's going to come of that. And I wonder, is she going to break away and become her own side? Does she realign with Dolores because Dolores is better than Serac and what he's offering? I, I I feel like we still don't know quite who humanity wants, except probably it's Bernard. And I think Bernard is finally starting to play a factor into this thing, assuming William doesn't kill his ass.
0: Uh, Ryan, I wouldn't
1: be surprised if Mae killed Serac. Uh, you know, at every that's scene, what I think is going to happen. Like Serac yeah. has got to go down.
2: But remember, we said that with the clicker. Like I said, that Mae was going to get out of get around the clicker. I think Mae is going to take up either she's going to be the lieutenant to Dolores or take up Dolores' mantle. Because even in that, that interaction that happened with Maeve's talking about, like, you want to enslave my daughter, like, we know that's BS. Like, Dolores, I, and let me put it like this. I don't necessarily believe Dolores wants to rule the host with an iron fist. I think she wants the host to be free. I don't think she has to be like, yeah, we're going to be free, and I need to be the president. I don't think that's her motivation necessarily. But also one thing we have to remember, too, that was mentioned, when it was pointed out that Dolores has a tragic nature because that's when it seemed like Dolores was going to go out there and get killed by Maeve. That's how you kind of know that in that, that, that mention that it's not necessarily Dolores who's supposed to be the victor at the end, but she's supposed to begin the process for the victor to, 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 uh, to gain victory basically.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I got a thing. And then a question for you guys. Yeah. What's up? Um, the other thing that I noticed, and now of course I'm forgetting what I was going to say, but uh, with uh, Bernard and the clicker. Sorry, Ken, when you said the clicker with Sorak, I wonder: Do you guys? And I guess this is two questions for you guys. But do you think that the clicker and Bernard have some kind of connection with Ciroc having this clicker that he's using to control? I wonder.
2: Almost? I wondered. I mean, I did wonder because it's like if Mave could have, if he can use that on Mave. Why couldn't he use it on another host? And it also, you know, the thing about technology is the simplicity. Like, when Lena Waif has that device that can cause the machines to act up or unlock right. the gates, I'm like, if you just push a button, how does it know exactly what you want it to do? You know, it's but like...
0: you the, you, you kind of it to it, because remember, when yeah, it got to go I, get Caleb... Yeah. that Was it Caleb? Yeah, he was hitting the button. Not Caleb, a uh, Liam. They was hitting a button. It's like, oh, it's not working on him. He's a human. It, so I guess you are going to tie it to that. Yeah, platform.
2: you. But, but no, that's oh, that's host. not necessarily. What I'm, um, that's not what I'm trying to say. Mm. You see a button getting clicked. Like for us, for instance, like we have a, you have your home button or a phone or like the simplicity of like a hot a Fire Stick. Right. Yeah. There's not a lot of buttons on it or whatever. But with, with Lena Wake's device, she did multiple things with that one thing that had that one button on it. Right. I still think it's connected to her so she can dictate when I click it if I want everyone's phone to start making that noise, if I want us to be able to get into this building like that. So to go to your point, Ryan, I do think that there's a chance that Arnold Serac's clicker could affect more people than Maeve if that's what you're asking. More hosts than Maeve if that's what you're asking.
1: Okay, what's the second question, Ryan? My other question, they specifically said one out of ten in the reconditioning program succeeded at a rate. And we know obviously Caleb succeeded, but Francis have we did really too. yes yeah, Francis, Francis did too, Francis did too. Mm-hmm. do you think anybody else is gonna come up yeah that this season or in the future that these Whoa. outliers that have been re I guess put into society maybe being used as a weapon in this war. I think William was one
0: I'm thinking the guy who Dolores killed at the beginning, the rich dude, I think he was probably an outlier, outlier. Uh, but there's possibly, yeah, I think so. Because I, just think about it like this, they were they were assigned to go out and find other outliers. So obviously other people succeeded. They was just, now the question is, what you're saying, Do we, are we going to see other people pop up? Maybe next season. I don't know about this season. Maybe next season we might see more outliers pop up. Uh, one quick thing too. Do you
1: think, uh, with Williams' uh, reconditioning, is that with his daughter, which is why he constantly comes back to that? And we've seen that earlier in the season with him rethinking his daughter's death, kind of like oh. with Caleb and Francis. That's, that's a good, good call. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one.
0: I mean, well, we do know that he actually killed her, but uh, maybe the pop-up, maybe the memories, whatever like that, Yes, that's Cause, a good call.
2: Because in all fairness, what you're saying, that it could also play a point to where – it can go back to being not linear, and they could talk about the stuff we didn't see between what ha- the fallout at the park and what happened to William after the park.
0: Going mm-hmm. back, going back to the first guy when he put the glasses on, he kept he kept seeing the woman that his his wife that he killed. Good point. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking with them glasses. Like that, and really, I don't know why it jogged my why my memory just went straight to that first dude. It's kind of like everything that Caleb's doing, he's seeing like this kind of like replaying of it was that dude too, you know? And it seemed like, and Dolores knew exactly what to do. They put these glasses on you. I know you're taking these pills. They put these glasses on you to kind of trigger your mind about what's happening. Maybe, it seems as if Dolores is like 10 steps ahead
2: of everybody else. But that could also yeah. point to where she knew she hadn't Caleb. Because that was before Caleb. Yeah. That's before, that before she before met Caleb. Caleb. Exactly. Also, and why
1: she's holding the last Dolores secret right now?
2: I'll, I'm happy you brought that up because I was almost going to forget. All right, so real quick. And I don't know if he's going to pop up because I said uh, weeks ago, I thought they were going to go to the reconditioning center and I thought they were going to get John, right? Like I thought that that was going to be the key in how they were going to do it, but not the, his invention in Solomon. Uh, so we still know that, uh, Connell's Dolores is out there. All right. The green, uh, his, her pearl that Connell was training. The one looks that, damaged. Yeah, the one that looks damaged, the grimy pearl mm-hmm. is out there. The, the one that you brought to our attention, we kept thinking Dolores was one of the five. Ryan is still out there. Now, my theory is this from what happened with Dolores when she left uh, Caleb. And we kept asking, who's the damn concierge? I think I may have said this before. I think Dolores is the concierge.
1: That's oh, what yeah, I thought. The one that she's calling Yeah, for yeah. The, yeah, yeah, Ryan, yeah,
2: Ryan did say that. Yeah, you, you, my bad. You said that, Ryan. I did it. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. But look, 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 I, 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 let me not take your your, 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 your props. So uh, going along with what you saying, because with her giving that to him, she's still basically, I won't say in charge, but she's very well involved in what's taking place. And we can never figure out as far as when she's going into the hotels and buying everything. Mm-hmm. I wonder where that pearl is. And, and I also wonder what, like, did she, I know she didn't build her own supercomputer. You know what I'm saying? but what is she working off of basically? Like what did she put that thing in? If that's the last pearl, but my, again, is your theory. I go along with your theory, Ryan. I think the concierge is the last Dolores Pearl. Can that, and, but wait, wait, wait. Wait, let me ask you to, to this. Is that the real Dolores? So is the Dolores that we've seen the, as a leader? Was she another clone?
0: I think so. The one that just got the, uh, the four. Uh, off. Off? Yeah. I think she a clone.
1: Hmm. Uh, yeah i guess uh, it's but Ryan, real because...
2: quick go what ahead. were you about to say before i said that real quick before we get out of
1: here uh just like if she's on the side of humanity i could see there being another dolores there like oh i know i can only go so far i had to hand off the baton to the next dolores mm-hmm. if she doesn't want to end humanity i wonder if that is the real dolores mm-hmm. okay that's pretty, that's pretty good, good.
0: Yeah, Ken, you got one last thought? Or you know, uh, take us out, bro. All right, hey, that yeah, was a good episode. Next week, last episode of episode uh, season three. All right, D and Davis Westworld. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at D and Davis Show. Hit the bio link, and you can get a uh, link to take you take a uh, take you wherever we are as well. All right, right? one at that Davis at Ryan B. Ski.
2: Uh, We're going to get that next one out probably a little bit earlier since it's the last episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, Make sure you check out the flip this weekend. We're definitely going to do a a last dance. We'll figure out who the guest is going to be to break down the upcoming Bulls last dance. Dan Davis' show, of course, will be out too. Uh, We always appreciate it. Don't do anything crazy before you hear from us again.
0: Keep your hands to yourself.